Dissonance Media and the Other Stories presents Step into the abyss of After the Gloaming, a gothic fiction podcast that delves into the depths of human emotion, unyielding love, revenge, internal struggles, and restless souls await you in nine haunting episodes where dread, fear, and rare glimpses of eerie happiness linger. Dare to listen on your favourite podcatcher? After the gloaming beckons, search now, but beware, innocence will be left behind. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. These aren't the stories your mother told you. No, these are the other stories. <laughs> El Marvo is coming back. A couple of years ago, we launched a Kickstarter campaign to bring our first comic book, El Marvo, to the world. It told the story about a luchador wrestler waking up in a post-apocalyptic future there to battle mutants and super soldiers from the evil clutches of the dictator, Socrates. Well, if you're up for some pulpy comic book fun, then you may be interested to hear that the lucha from the future is coming back. On the 2nd of March, the Kickstarter campaign for issue 2 goes live. So if you want to get the newest issue, or maybe even both issues, you'll be able to grab them from the Kickstarter campaign. In the meantime, head over to hawkandcleaver.com forward slash elmarvo to put your name down and be notified as soon as the campaign goes live. Today's episode is The Perfect Recording, written and narrated by Josh Curran. The others were all dead. Drenched in the blood of his friends, Charlie fled down the hall and into the cellar, slamming the door behind him, then barricading it. Charlie took cover behind some boxes. But despite the barricade, the door slowly opened. Charlie could do nothing but look on in horror as a slimy, green... Charlie could do nothing but look on in horror. Happy birthday to you. I give up. I disconnect the microphone and sink into my not comfy chair. How am I supposed to record anything in these conditions? Why can't my recording studio be soundproof? I mean, it's probably because I've put it in my bedroom. My tiny, cluttered bedroom. It's not right, though. 
Did the architect who designed this house in the 1930s not consider that this particular bedroom might be used as the recording studio for an anthology short story horror podcast? Make a wish. I hear from the other room. That's it. I stroll out into the kitchen where my two housemates, Kyle and Sophia, and another random girl in a party hat are sat around a cake. Jake, hey, Kyle says. I tried knocking on your door earlier, but you weren't in. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear you. I lie. Look, I know it's awkward timing, and it's going to make me sound like a dick, but would you be alright to keep the volume down? It's just that I'm recording a... thing. I I just need to have things quiet for a bit. Is that alright? If it's not, it's okay. It's just... Sure, we'll keep things down for you, random girl says. Oh, thanks so much. And uh, also, happy birthday. So, are you a friend of Kyle's, or... Uh, she says, I live here. Oh, I say. Wow, it's crazy how we've never run into each other before. I helped you move in, she growls. There's an awkward silence. Yes, of course you did. Um, I look at the name on the cake. Amina. Sure, have a great birthday. I slump back into the chair. Am I really that self-absorbed? I never bothered getting to know her. But then again, she never bothered getting to know me. Okay, headphones on. Microphone on. Let's go again. Charlie. 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 Mommy, I want ice cream, ice cream, Why? Why can't everything just be silent? Well, maybe it can. I turn. There's someone in the room with me. Or something. I leap up out of my seat as I see the seven-foot creature before me. Matted fur with the legs of a goat, white wings folded on their back, and a fire behind its eyes. Who... who... who are you? I stammer. You may call me Karzak. I am someone who can make your wish come true. I... I... I, I didn't say wish... It was implied. No, no, I've read out enough horror stories to know that you don't ask for wishes or make deals with suspicious monsters who enter your room uninvited. The hero always ends up regretting their wish. Perhaps so. But in this case, I want nothing in return. No limbs, no firstborns, no souls. It begins to slowly pace around the room. Or tries to. My room's quite small. You see, it continues while navigating around the laundry basket. No one wants wishes anymore. In exchange for the souls of their firstborns, the great kings of old wished for knowledge. But then Google was invented. The medieval peasants would wish for items of wealth, but now they can buy it all online during the sales with free delivery. No one needed us mystical beings anymore. And slowly, 
belief in us faded. But this sound thing you do, these stories have begun making people believe again. And with that, many more have made wishes that they now regret. But it is in our best interest for you to continue to spread the word unburdened, so you can have this wish for free. It steps in a half-eaten yoghurt, which has been there since the last decade. I think about it. It sounds too good to be true. But it is free. You never turn down a free sample. I turn to the creature and say, I wish that there was silence all around me. But only when I'm recording. Phew! Dodged a bullet there. Granted. It growls. It's gone. I sit back down in my chair. Hello. No background noise. No hissing or humming. Perfect. It's never been so good. Okay. Gonna take the story from the top. It was a cold winter night, and Charlie was preparing to spend the evening at the abandoned house on the hill with his best friend. I've sent the recording to the editor. It was incredible. It only took me 20 minutes to record the whole thing. The other narrators are going to be so jealous. Oh, he's typing something back. Oh my god, he's going to love it. Masterful, he'll say. True audio perfection. The actual message appears on my screen. Sounds good. Cheers, mate. What? How can... How can you not appreciate the perfect recording? I made a deal with a demon and everything! I open the recording to listen to make sure it's all okay. It starts playing on the screen, but I hear nothing. I make sure my headphones are plugged in properly and all the sound waves are showing on the screen, but still nothing. Damn it! The headphones must be broken. I'll have to borrow some off Sophia. I head into the other room to ask, but something's wrong. Sophia looks like she's been crying. Amina's trying to comfort her, and Kyle's just standing in the corner, face totally pale. Oh my god, what's happened? I say. They all turn to stare at me, shocked. Amina's lips move like she was talking, but no sound comes out. She gets out her phone and starts typing. My phone vibrates against my leg and I open it to see a message from her. You can talk? It says. None of us can hear anything. We thought we'd gone deaf. I look at them and say, Well, you're obviously not deaf if you can hear me fine. 
Amina rolls her eyes and goes to the cupboard. She takes out a glass, holds it out, and drops it on the floor. We all see the glass smashed to pieces, but it doesn't make a sound. We all stare at it. Fuck, I whisper. The other three are now all on their phones. Messages begin flooding through. What did you do, Jake? I didn't do anything, I tell them. I can't tell them about the demon thing that think I was taking the piss. More typing. You didn't do anything? Then why is it just you who can talk? From Sophia. I don't know, I shout. How could I have done anything? It doesn't make sense. I specifically clarified that it should only be silent while I'm recording. How's this happening? Amina messages. Guys, let's not jump to conclusions, okay? There must be a reasonable explanation. I start putting my shoes on. I'll go out to find help, see what's going on, I tell them. Amina begins putting her shoes and coat on. It's okay, I say, I'll be fine on my own. Amina ignores me and continues getting ready. We walk out of the house and down the road. I see two confused cats desperately trying to hiss at each other. Some cars begin pulling over to the side of the road. I can see the drivers in their cars in the first stages of panic. My phone buzzes. So does Amina's. I've got a message from Kyle. We're cured! We can speak again! Everything's back to normal! I look at Amina. She tries to speak. Still nothing. I think back to what I said. Silence all around me. No, 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 I can't live like this! There has to be some way to stop it. I realise the look on my face betrays my involvement in this. Amina types something to me. I won't hate you. What? I say. She types, If you've done something that's caused this, I won't hate you. You can tell me. I sigh. It's gonna sound stupid. She shrugs. Well, I say. A demon or something visited me and I wished for everything around me to be silent so I could have a clean recording. Amina looks at me. Then she bursts into silent laughter. I'm not joking, I say. Apparently the underworld are fans of the podcast. Between fits of laughter, she types back, I believe you. It's so stupid it must be true. BTW, what podcast do you do? Oh, it's like a short story horror thing. Cool, she types. I do a podcast too. Nice, what's it about? We spend the next hour or so talking. She tells me about this legal advice podcast she does with one of her friends. Amina's a junior lawyer, so I guess she's got a lot of material for the show. Then it moves on to what we did at uni, where we came from, music we like, what we thought of the last season of Game of Thrones... We've walked to a park, so this whole silence bubble affects the fewest people possible. I still manage to silence a bunch of geese, but let's be honest, the bastards deserve it. After a bit, it gets weird with Amina typing and me talking, so I switch to typing too. Amina. So what was your wish exactly? 
word for word. Me. I believe it was, I wish that there was silence all around me, but only when I'm recording. But I'm not recording anything now. I don't get it. Amina. So you just said recording, not recording my podcast or something? I nod. Recording, i.e. taking a record. Anything you see or hear, your brain takes a record of it. So you're always recording. Genius. Damn it. She's right. That demon tricked me. That's so... like what I expect it to do. I start typing again. Don't suppose you could offer me some legal advice? Amina. I think I missed the class at law school on deals with the devil, but I'll have a go. Normally the best way to get out of a crappy contract is to offer the other party something greater. What else would this devil want? I think for a moment. I know what it wants. I hurriedly type out my plan to Amina. We're standing in a field. I'm psyching myself up. I look to Amina, she gives a thumbs up. I breathe in, then project to the heavens. Karzak! Oh, maker of deals! Oh, mystical being! Oh, destroyer of my yogurt pot! I plead to bargain with you, for I have a greater prize to offer. God, I hope it actually shows up. I don't know how to actually set up these meetings. Bet its calendar's absolutely packed. Maybe I should have tried summoning its PA first. What meagre offering do you have? I jump as it speaks from behind me. Amina is clearly transfixed by it. A mix of fear and admiration for this hell creature. She is a lawyer, after all. I recite the exact wording that Amina told me. I request that you revoke the wish you previously granted me earlier this day to the effect that myself and others will continue to experience sound in the same way we did prior to today. In exchange for the aforementioned revoking of the wish, I offer you the soul of the first child that I father. The creature smiles and says, You are foolish to think that you can make a deal with me that you will not end up regretting. I accept. It disappears. It worked! Amina lets out a huge cheer. Whoa! Case closed! She shouts, beating a devil at its own game. Jake, this is the best birthday I've ever had. I just breathe and let all the sounds back in. It's been a week now since the whole thing happened. Kyle and Sophia have decided it was all some weird side effect of food poisoning from the cake. Me and Amina are walking down the street. She says, So, me and some friends from the office are going to the pub later. Wanna tag along? I was planning on recording another episode tonight. I'll have to put it off though. I can't keep living in my own little world forever. Sure, I'm free, I tell her. We reach the building. Have fun, she calls out. I'll try my best, I tell her. I walk into the vasectomy clinic.
I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Other Stories. The perfect recording was written and narrated by Josh Curran, edited by Carl Hughes and music by Andrew Kayen and Tom Robson, and sound effects provided by freesound.org. The illustration for the cover art was provided by Luke Spooner of Carry On House. Josh Curran is a narrator and writer. He has narrated many episodes of The Other Stories over the show's lifetime. He's also the creator of the horror audio drama podcast, Miscreation. You can follow him on Twitter at at jcurranwriter. If you'd like to support the show, head over to patreon.com forward slash Cleaver, where you can pledge from as little as a dollar a month and get early ad-free access to episodes and exclusive monthly bonus episodes. You can join our book club and chat about the podcast over at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Cleaver. The Other Stories is a production of the story studio Hawk and Cleaver and is brought to you with a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license, which means don't change it, don't sell it, but by all means share the hell out of it. Until next time. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.